Okay, Laurent, I I understand what you're talking about when you say, um, oh, things like improvement of the body, working out, uh, wanting to have a better body, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but it's not limited to that. It could be limited to any way that we structure our time and that if you continue to structure your time in any particular direction, then you'll be gaining some uh, skills in that. For instance, working out. The first time that people work out, they can't do it. Yoga is a really clear example that the beginner in yoga uh, is clearly different than um, when they can uh, stretch and put their body in in unusual positions and things like this. And so uh, you could also put it into sports and music. So anything that we do, we did it because we thought when we started doing it that they were going to get some value out right. of it. Yeah, some satisfaction. Yeah. Right. We were going to uh, do something and then get some satisfaction out of it. Okay. And so what will happen is, is that people will do something in order to get that satisfaction, start building the skills that they need so they get better at doing that and they get some satisfaction out of that. But ultimately, they don't get the satisfaction because they don't really get what they were looking for. This, this is even possible in yoga where someone can actually do the yoga, but they never did get the satisfaction that they were looking for out of doing the yoga, even though now they are really good at it. Exactly, yeah. Okay. And that this is the big... Uh, it's mm -hmm. kind of crap because you're building something you like. Then you cannot, uh, you know, maybe do other stuff because you have always to take that into account to, to some extent. Mm -hmm. you know? Like if you okay. go two weeks without, uh, you know, like uh, practicing, uh, like uh, going to the gym, for example, then, yeah, it's uh, the satisfaction can go down and yeah, you see your body changing and stuff. So mm -hmm. uh, kind of crap. Yeah. That in fact, many in the West do that with meditation also that they start meditation, they're wanting to get some satisfaction out of it, they start to build some skills, but they never got out of it what they wanted. But now they keep doing it because they keep hoping for that satisfaction that never really came. They got some little satisfactions, but not the gold. Now, here's the thing then, this kind of interesting in our conversation. The real question is, the issue of the real satisfaction. And once you get that real satisfaction, then it doesn't matter whether you continue with that skill or not. Because you already found out that the skill alone, the working out, the yoga, the music, the sport, whatever it was, was not in and of itself giving the satisfaction. Sure, yeah. It was not that actual skill that was, or the, the activity that was giving the satisfaction. That satisfaction has to be developed. It has to be developed on its own. Mm -hmm. Okay, and once we start doing that, that's in fact what the real Anapanasati practice is. Um, 
is to develop these skills. And one of the skills that we develop is the skill of sukha, which is exactly opposite of dukkha. It's actually opposite of being dissatisfied. It's actually practicing and getting ourselves into satisfaction, which now you're practicing and you understand. Yeah, actually, the it was, uh, you know, I was uh, building up the sukha and like the satisfaction, the good feelings more and more. So the activities I would usually do to get these good feelings didn't make sense because they didn't okay. bring it. Even sometimes they distracted from, you know, the, like the good feelings. OK, yeah. so a skill then like working out. Um, can be separated from the original issue of looking for satisfaction in deeply in one's life mm. and recognize now you have a choice coming from the state of satisfaction as right. opposed to making a choice because you want satisfaction. So mm. making the choice that after you've gotten satisfied means that now you can continue to work out your choice, your pleasure. If you enjoy doing it, then go ahead and do it. Get that pleasure in the joy and the development of the skill, but have that separate from the deeper satisfaction that you're getting by practicing satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now um, in that regard, you can in fact um, continue to work out, continue to enjoy it, just because you have been doing it, you know how to do it. But in fact, that's what human mind is, is that, and we have words in our language like family and familiar. So um, once you start working out, you're familiar with doing that. And it has that kind of repetitive activity uh, and, and joy on its own. Mm -hmm. So, uh, a person who um, wanted to play music and because they wanted satisfaction and now they're practicing Anapanasati and they have that satisfaction, there's no reason to stop the music playing mm -hmm. if they're getting some value out of it. So yeah, we have to recognize yeah. what the real value is. So the in fact is, is it doesn't even matter whether the guy continues playing, say, the violin. The question is, is can he play it being satisfied? And so the playing of the violin actually is irrelevant um, to the satisfaction but it's not irrelevant to his life because he's already put in the work and the skills and to now he can get the benefit out of that. So continuing to work at the gym and continuing to uh, get that value out of it um, is worthwhile. You could also in, um, imply that with uh, yoga because often yoga and meditation are combined together. Um, and that if someone then can practice the um, the satisfaction and get the satisfaction in their mind, now they can go and do the yoga with a slight twist because now it has no more performative quality to it. Now it can just, just be play and you can yeah. really enjoy it. So you can enjoy going and pumping the iron. You can enjoy playing the music. You can enjoy it 
without putting any pressure on yourself to get some, uh, let us say, esoteric value out of it, that that real deep satisfaction we're going to get by developing that skill of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. That, so, once, so once you get the skill of satisfaction, that doesn't mean that you have to stop doing everything, but it does then give you a choice in the here now, moment by moment. So you walk, you you get in the car and you go to the gym, you walk in the gym door, every one of those are new choices that you're making. And so you can pump out for a while and then you can rest. Then in fact, you can take the pressure off of it. That this is um, um, a very, very important quality in human nature that was developed um, uh, through A fairly famous psychologist in the 1970s, she was in TA. Um, I've actually lost track of her name right now, but anyway, she had the the three P's, which is um, performance is based upon practice, but performance is not enough that when we get really, really skilled at something, then we no longer have to do it watching it closely and getting everything right. And that's especially true with the performance because we're looking for satisfaction. Mm. Okay. But now that we already have the satisfaction, we can turn that performative art into a playful art. We can play with it. It's a toy now. It's in fact a very marvelous, useful toy because we've already developed the skills of it but we don't have to make it a job anymore. We don't have to get it right anymore. We don't have to uh, use that to depend upon getting our satisfaction. That in fact, we can in fact bring that satisfaction then to the yoga or to the weightlifting or to the, um, um, the music playing. And with that additional satisfaction and the skills that we've already previously developed through both practice and performance, now it becomes playful. But in fact, that's what originally music was supposed to be, was just play. But our our instruments were primitive, our knowledge of music was primitive. Back in the in the uh, the time of Greeks, they didn't even have the uh, the, the understanding of the scale that mm. we have. That all they knew was is that uh, shorter wires gave higher notes, and that if you cut a wire in half, then you've got an octave. I mean, it was very primitive, and so um, the skill levels were short. And because of that, they could move from the practice into the performance right into the play. Now with music and uh, the sophistication that we got in it, we had to put in a lot of skill, had to put in a lot of practice and then a lot of performance. But if we don't ever find real satisfaction, it will stay performance and it doesn't turn into play. But in fact, one of the, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, really um, it makes sense what you're saying. And uh, I, sometimes I, um, I approached the the practice this way, like let's have fun and not uh, you know count anything, you know, just uh, <laughs> and not try to optimize everything and just you know enjoy the the activity. But uh, I'm so used to doing it. 
like a, a new learning curve, like uh, not doing it to get something out of it. It's uh, uh, yeah, because uh, like mm -hmm. uh, everything has been like uh, optimized in my training and like uh, everything has been like about getting something or like really serious and really. Yeah, it's like learning again, like how to to, to enjoy it. It's so different, mm -hmm. like the uh -huh. mind, like <laughs> yeah, the opposite. Yes, so that's that's the trick is is to come out of that performance model of getting it right into the playful model now in music that can take a long time because the music itself is so sophisticated so complicated and the work and the kind of thing that i'm talking about um is both violin concertos and piano concertos those seem to be the two that are top dog most difficult long term 30 minutes so just <laughs> like that <laughs> and and so um while the uh, the beginner has to practice it slowly, very carefully over and over and over again before he ever gets. In, in fact, he's got to be an excellent musician before he ever gets on stage. No city orchestra is going to stand in a company, an amateur who's making a lot of mistakes. So you got to get it right. OK, and that's where that quality of performance comes into which also has the quality of showing off and also proving to ourselves that we do have the skill. And so in that kind of situation, in both the rehearsals and in the performance for the, the medium kind of student, the one who's really, really good at it, but he has to pay attention to everything he's doing because the real muscle memory hasn't taken in yet. Yeah, yeah. OK, but once that muscle memory really is set, so the fingers themselves know that um, uh, that particular part of the passage or whatever, the credenzas and things like this, then the musician builds that confidence that I really can play this piece of music because there's no longer any doubt. He's no longer I've got to be careful to not get screwed up. I know this piece. That's when we can let it rip and just play and play and just everybody loves it because you love doing it because you're not on the spot anymore. And only a few violinists come to that. This is what we would call the world class. The uh, violinist is the one who has coming come out of the performance into the play. Well, guess what? Working out and um, even yoga is not that sophisticated it's not that complicated and because of that the skills can be developed by many people but yeah. we still have to bring it out of the quality of getting it right and doing it correctly into just playing with it an example of getting it right and doing it correctly means that when somebody can press 200 kilograms they want to press 220 and then yeah. 250. They keep going after more and more and more because why? Because it's not enough. I got to show off. I've got to get better. OK, because if I really do get better, so the mind thinks is that then I'll find the satisfaction that I haven't found yet. Right. Yeah, right. So but, yeah, but 
Right. The the real satisfaction is only a hundred more kilos on this dumbbell. <laughs> and now that you recognize, no, the satisfaction doesn't come from how good you are at or or let us say how much you can do. The playfulness that we're looking for is do you enjoy it? Do you have fun? And if um you're you're trying to gain more and more and more at each level, it's not fun. Some place you can come up to the point and saying, okay, 150 kilograms, that's 300 and something pounds, <laughs> that's enough. Or maybe 150 kilos, or maybe even 100 kilos, whatever you decide, that's enough. Now, when I'm picking up that 100 kilos, I really enjoy it. Mm. I don't have to say, oh, yeah, I like that, but it's not enough. I got to go put extra weights on mm -hmm. that, that we can actually just enjoy the workout without pressing our limits. Yeah, what, what I would do is like I would note like I would note on my phone the weights, you know, and the, and the reps and every time I would try to do one more. So it was like always a struggle. And when I wouldn't do it, you know, uh, there was there would be a feeling that, uh, you know, like like the body hasn't uh, hasn't reached its potential yet. So exactly so part of the performance and mostly in the practice is when the students are pushing themselves yeah. now the reality is is that they never really did have to push themselves that's the way that they were taught by their teachers and trainers and everything like that so everybody pushes themselves the question is when can you stop pushing and start enjoying mm -hmm. The answer to that is when you remember. When you remember to stop pushing yourself to try to get some advantage or getting something out of it, looking for the satisfaction and getting better at it and learning to be satisfied at the level that you're at. Mm -hmm. And then we can perform at that level and we can perform so well at that level that it becomes playful. Yeah. That's the trick is, is that it becomes playful because you've already gotten the original satisfaction that you were looking for when you were willing to do it when it was hard work. Yeah, so and now, if, I, yeah if I stay long enough practicing at a, at a certain weight, then uh, the body will adapt and uh, will be able to improve, uh, like mostly. And if it doesn't, it's all right. But yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's the answer to your question. Enjoy what you're doing rather than pushing yourself to get more done. Mm -hmm. You don't have to push and get more done and et cetera, because you've already gotten what you need out of the weightlifting, which is the skill. You've got your body toned up. You got some skill going. That doesn't mean now that you've got your satisfaction. You have to stop weightlifting but we can change our attitude about it so that it becomes fun. Now you go to the gym because you wanted to go to the gym because you like it, not because you want something out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was always, yeah, this conflict between, uh, you know, enjoying it and yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, that's a good way to, to see it. Also, um, it comes a lot with, uh, you know, uh, like, uh, like the body image and management, so like uh, nutrition and stuff. So I would do the, the same approach. So I would be like, uh, you know, always like uh, trying to, to get, get the right food and, and everything. So that was kind of a, a struggle. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. That that right. happens when people yeah. get really overly dedicated. They're still wanting that satisfaction, so now they have to buy expensive protein drinks and do a whole lot of stuff. Have to buy special clothing and and maybe buy their own gym and all of that kind of stuff. And yeah. they still don't have the satisfaction that we're looking for. Because in fact, that satisfaction that we all crave is um, actually is built in for failure. That we actually have, uh, we're using our dissatisfaction to, um, to practice the skill, the weightlifting, et cetera, like that. Because we're dissatisfied, we want something out of it. Now that we have the satisfaction, With that satisfaction now, we have a choice about do uh, am I going to do it or not? You don't have to work out anymore because you didn't get the real satisfaction out of the um, the uh, working out. Yeah. However, there was some value other than mere satisfaction that you were getting out of it. It was time structuring. The uh, the body is healthier, et cetera, like that. So we could begin to say, well, I don't have to add all of those food supplements because I've already gotten the body developed. That in fact, now I'm playing at the gym just to maintain the body that's already developed. Mm-hmm. But in fact, if you look in the mirror, I mean, what, 90% of all of humanity, especially the men, are going to be jealous of the body that you've already got. It's only you. Yeah, the sure. weightlifter who's who's unsatisfied, even right. though his body is in really good shape and good tone, he still wants more and he wants more and he wants more because we're looking for satisfaction. So now that you've gotten the body tone, just maintaining that is all you really need to do. Mm-hmm. And so now the working out can become quite playful. You yeah, can actually right. just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Or another way to look at it in with music is, is that once a uh, piano player actually gains satisfaction, he doesn't continue to add to his repertoire. He doesn't have to play every piece of music written for the piano. He can stay with what he's already gotten and really, really enjoy playing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's another way of looking at it is, is that we don't have to... Um, to work at increasing our skills. The skills will increase better, in fact, by being playful with it, to take the pressure off. That we don't have to worry about, am I doing it exactly right? Yeah. Okay. And then in fact, this is the way that we were raised, not raised, this is the way that human beings on their own naturally start out. By the time a child is two uh, years old, three years old, the two and three-year-olds are extraordinarily curious. The little girls will tear the arms off with their dolls and tear the head off the doll to change the clothes on it and things like this. But the adults say, don't tear up the doll. And the kid's not tearing up the doll. He's playing with the doll. The the concept of tearing up the doll, that's Mm. the parent or that's the the adult mentality. then, in fact, um, 
you could also say that the reason why there is such a variety of equipment in the gym is because people have been experimenting and playing with curiosity in the gym all along that in fact um, it would be dangerous for me to say that all the weightlifters that you've ever known had no playfulness they were all just struggling and working hard to get better and better at it if that were true then the then the the kind of weightlifting wouldn't have the variety that it does today yeah. it's got that variety in it because people have been playing with it they've been you know experimenting and say well what if i pull this bar and put it that way maybe i can put some chains or um a wire here and now i can develop this muscle and develop that muscle and whatever like this and so there's been some playfulness all along in it the question is can you find that sweet spot for yourself so you take the pressure off of it and enjoy and start enjoying doing it yeah yeah and not only that but as you're working with other people in that regard as a trainer you can depart that quality also the quality of being satisfied with what we're doing because as you know whatever skill it is that most people will start that skill and then quit mm -hmm. because they can see all automatically that they're not getting uh, the satisfaction out of it. Uh, an example of that would be team sports like baseball. The number of kids who start playing baseball and play it a little bit is vast. The number of students who get really good at it is um, unusual. But the ones who become stars at it are the ones who can play at it. They can play the game rather than working hard at it. Yeah, yeah. Mostly the the one who do who do really well in weightlifting too are people who enjoy it a lot. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes they even enjoy the like the strict uh, schedule and everything. So like they are like oh uh, yeah. Right. Really so you like, can. Yeah. So once you learn this part of the technique that we're talking about now, now you can give that to others mm -hmm. because if people really enjoy their working out, they'll do it better they'll do it more they'll put more time in it but so long as it's a performance art or, or practice with no joy no satisfaction just all desire for some future better thing yeah, yeah. Okay. okay so again we take it right back to this present moment how's this present moment am i enjoying what i'm doing right now Yeah, I'll, I'll try uh, an experiment like uh, new new stuff and uh, yeah, just play with it uh, in more uh, open way, you know. Because uh, sometimes I would like stay stuck on what's like more optimal, you know, like what's the like the, the best exercise. And there's a lot of stuff that I would be like interested in trying, but I wouldn't because I I thought okay, I shouldn't sacrifice the results. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent. That's excellent. <laughs> We'll go play with that. <laughs> I'll do, yeah. All right. Thank so, you. Um, changing topics. You you guys are now in, in Penang, waiting for tomorrow the visa office will open. Um, actually, uh, Kemasito wanted to visit some watts here. Uh-huh. 
Oh, so yesterday we did like uh, we went around uh, all the watts and meditation centers they had here in Penang, but uh, all of them um, don't accept like uh, I mean most of the temples were like a tourist uh, you know, touristy like cultural center ones, so there wasn't really any good like meditation there, and um, there was a meditation center, but they don't accept anyone because they don't have any teacher now. So he's uh, he contacted one uh, south in Kuala Lumpur. So maybe he will go there. Uh, maybe he will go there because they told him he could stay there. So, um, uh, but uh, they gave him also many address, like other address. So maybe he would uh, check out some other stuff around. I don't know what he wants to do exactly, but uh, he was also thinking about um, going back to Thailand and uh, and checking out maybe Koh Phangan. So, yeah. Okay. Um, if he needs well, to go to the office, uh, immigration office, it will be yeah, uh, not far. Thinking. Okay. Um, if he can stay at a Watt in Malaysia. That would be really, really good for him if they will accept him. That's an important point. Um, I will go ahead. Let's go ahead and turn the video off and we'll say sure. goodbye now and then we'll uh, just hang on. All right. And we'll finish this part of the talk.